Welcome to the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shayla Toombs-Withers. As a double board certified family and obesity medicine physician with over 12 years of experience in medicine, I teach motivated individuals how to achieve their desired quality of life while preventing and reversing chronic diseases. It's tea time. What part of your health journey is most challenging? Is it the actual effort of sticking to a plan? The cooking and the meal planning? The exercise routine? Not enough time for everything you think you need to do? Or the confusion of it all? If you said yes to any of these obstacles, then keep listening to learn how you can smash these problems just by checking your email. You check your email inbox every day already, but what if checking your inbox brought you better health instead of the stress it sometimes can bring? Well, I have news for you. You can improve your health, get a jump start on improving your health conditions, and start to feel like a better version of you just by checking your email inbox over the next five days when you join the free Nourish and Flourish five-day challenge. You'll get health tips, actionable videos, a goal and habit tracker, and healthy recipes every day for five days. Better health is the best investment you'll ever make, and this is only a small investment of your time. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. The Nourish and Flourish five-day challenge was designed to set the foundation for healthy habits for life. Say yes to yourself today and sign up now at drshayla.com forward slash NF challenge. I'll also place these details in the show notes. The essence of health is in you. See you in your inbox. On today's episode of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast, I'll be sharing with you my presentation that I recently gave at the Minority Health and Health Equity series. This was an event held here in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Bessie Smith Cultural Center. In the presentation, you'll hear me refer to some slides as I did have a slide deck that accompanies this talk. I'll place a link in the show notes so that you can see the actual YouTube video and the accompanying slides that go along with the talk. The title was Healthy Being, Staying Healthy to Protect Your Kidneys. Take a listen. Enjoy. I am Dr. Shayla Toons-Withers from Essence of Health Wellness Clinic and Coaching. Thank you all for having me today. So I'm going to start. I named the title of this uh, uh, Healthy Being, Staying Healthy to Protect Your Kidneys. I'm sorry, and I think we were gonna have slides. I don't know if they're show- Okay, there we are. So if you can go to the third slide there. Yep, next slide, all right, awesome, thank you. So I wanted to start just by really briefly telling you about what your kidneys actually do. You know, most of us, we know we have kidneys, uh, but what do they do? So our kidneys have a, uh, some very important functions. They remove waste and excess fluid from our body. They remove drugs and toxins from our body. They release hormones that actually help to regulate our blood pressure, promote healthy bone growth, control the production of our red blood cells, and balance the electrolytes and minerals within our bloodstream, which is why your doctor may sometimes do that kidney function test, which I'm sure many of us have had. Next slide. Now, in terms of what causes kidney disease, which is why we're here today, 
Diabetes and high blood pressure or hypertension are the two leading causes of kidney failure in the United States, uh, actually accounting for about 75% of new cases. Chronic kidney disease can progress to become kidney failure. 15% of adults in the United States, which equates to about 37 million people, have chronic kidney disease. African Americans are almost four times as likely as whites to develop kidney failure. And this is uh, mostly in part due to our increased rates for chronic health conditions like the uh, diabetes and high blood pressure, which puts us at an increased risk for then developing kidney failure uh, and chronic kidney disease. Next slide. When we discuss diabetes and kidney disease, so when you have diabetes that progresses on to kidney disease, it's called diabetic nephropathy or diabetic kidney disease. African Americans and Hispanics get diabetes more often than whites, as we discussed, and African Americans and Hispanics who then have diabetes will develop kidney failure even more often than whites who have diabetes. About one in six African Americans <clears throat> excuse me, with diabetes are unaware that they even have this condition. And this is for a number of reasons. Some of this is socioeconomic factors, lack of access to quality care. Uh, so, you know, these are reasons why we may not even realize that we have this health condition. And then about one in three Hispanics living in the United States are uninsured and less likely to be aware of their condition, which also is why these minority populations are at increased risk. Next slide. So what contributes to kidney disease when you have diabetes? Well, it's high blood sugar. When, you're, um, when you've you know, already been diagnosed with this condition of insulin resistance that tends to make you have higher blood sugars like diabetes, and then you, over time, continue to have those high blood sugars, then it can cause damage to those blood vessels in the kidneys which makes your kidneys unable to do to function properly, that function that it has in filtering out those toxins and those drugs, those things we talked about. It also damages the nerves in the body and affects your body's ability to detect those messages from your bladder uh, that also leads to kidney damage because you're not able to empty your bladder properly due to that damage from your high blood sugars. Furthermore, bladder dysfunction can uh, be due to nerve dysfunction, makes you retain urine, and then can increase your risk for urinary tract infections. Bacteria actually grows and thrives in sugar. I don't know if any of you all or your kids or grandkids ever did the little science fair projects, and you can actually see that bacteria where it thrives in sugar, or even just thinking about cavities in your teeth, um, too, that you know, causes that breakdown there. And so urinary tract infections uh, can then go on to cause that kidney damage. And when you have diabetes and you've had these frequent uh, infections, then that can cause further damage. Diabetes also increases your risk for high blood pressure, further increasing your risk of kidney disease there. If you're frustrated with your weight, taking more medications than you'd like to, have been told that you are at risk for the development of a chronic preventable disease, or just are not feeling in the best of health, then I'm talking to you. Why? Because you're tired of fat dieting, you know it's time for a change, and you want a sustainable plan to improve your health. If you have found yourself at this place in life, well, I have developed a program that's just for you. It's called The Essence of Health, and it's your prescription for transformation. 
My goal with this program is to give you the tools needed to create sustainable lifestyle changes within a group coaching setting, along with one-to-one individualized coaching to give you a personalized path to health that's just for you. The benefits are priceless. So join today. Head on over to eohcoaching.com to learn more. The essence of health is in you. Let's discuss high blood pressure and kidney disease. 55% of African-American adults have high blood pressure. Black Americans tend to have even more severe high blood pressure conditions and even develop high blood pressure earlier in life than our uh, white and other counterparts. And then uncontrolled high blood pressure can go on to cause strokes, heart failure, and kidney disease. I put this picture here uh, with the blood pressure numbers because for a lot of people, they think, you know, well, my blood pressure is actually considered good or, you know, it's in that 120 to 130 area um, and within that 80s area. But if you actually look at this graph, which is from the American Heart Association, your blood pressure is actually considered elevated if it's in that 120 range. And it actually should be below that 120 over 80. So keep that in mind um, as high blood pressure can contribute to kidney disease. Next slide. High blood pressure causes a narrowing of your blood vessels, which then reduces proper blood flow. And that then in turn causes damages uh, to your kidneys. If you look at this picture here, you can see the kidneys and the blood vessels in the heart uh, because these things are all interrelated. And <clears throat> excuse me, once you have damage to one, it can go on and cause damage to the other and also increase your risk for damage to the other. When you get kidney damage from high blood pressure, that causes uh, an inability to remove waste and balance those fluids properly within the body. And then that extra fluid can raise your blood pressure, uh, thereby causing more kidney damage. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword there. Next slide. So now that I've given you all these stats and facts and figures, I'm gonna put this in here because there is a solution and then we're gonna get to the preventative piece of this. So if you scan that, you will go to a, um, you'll go to a, a course. It's called the Nourish and Flourish. It's a free five-day course. And it's actually all about nutrition and health tips, healthy recipes, things that you can do to jumpstart your health, things that you can do to prevent health conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure and kidney disease. And so I want you to take a look at that. I want you to sign up if you need that jump start. All right, next slide. Now, so really the key to preventing kidney disease is really to tackling those conditions we talked about, the diabetes and the high blood pressure. Uh, and one of the best ways that you can do that is to put more plants on your plate. I know we've all seen the Chick-fil-A cows and they tell you to eat more chicken. Well, this cow is telling you to eat more plants. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, you know, when you reduce your consumption of meat, dairy products, animal products, ice cream, uh, all of the uh, oils, cheese, all of those things, it can actually uh, improve these health conditions. Reducing your consumption of those highly refined grains, those processed foods, so things like breads, muffins, sweets, donuts, uh, potato chips, reducing your consumption <laughs> of those things uh, can you know, improve your health conditions. 
reducing your consumption of oils. For a long time, we you know, commonly thought that, well, if I use olive oil or if I use coconut oil, then that's healthy. Well, no, it's actually healthier for you to eat those foods um, in their whole food state. So it's better for you to eat the olive instead of use the olive oil because it's been broken down and refined and that uh, amount of oil just increases your amount of saturated fat um, that you're putting into your body and that saturated fat leads on to those things of high blood pressure, uh, leads on to insulin resistance and diabetes and increases your risk for uh, conditions like kidney disease as we're discussing. And then reducing your consumption of sugar, syrup, salt. Those foods, um, those products are really put in foods to make us eat more. Um, and they're the common ingredients that are found in those processed foods, those things on the shelf that we tend to know aren't good for us, but we crave them because they have those components in them. But reducing your consumption of those foods can actually help to uh, prevent uh, kidney disease and diabetes and high blood pressure. And so I titled this healthy beans because some people refer to the kidneys as their beans, but actually eating beans is a good way to prevent kidney disease. Beans are high in protein, beans are high in fiber, uh, and high in, in nutrients and a good source of carbohydrates. Beans are cheap. We can easily access them. Uh, they're cheaper than meat. Uh, and they're really good for you. Uh, the protein in beans um, will actually process and your body will utilize those in a way that would be more helpful, that will actually reduce your blood sugar because it's not going to give you those same spikes. It's not going to put that same amount of saturated fat into your system uh, versus a meat protein source there. Uh, other unprocessed foods, you want to consume more unprocessed whole grains. So that's like brown rice, quinoa, uh, barley, farro. Uh, those are things that you want to consume instead of uh, your typical um, breads and uh, pastas and those types of things. You want to eat fruit. A lot of times, you know, I've even had some of my diabetes patients say, well, you know, I, I was told I can't eat fruit or if I eat uh, an orange, then my sugar is going to spike. Well, that's just simply not true. It's because of the way that, you know, you've developed this key of insulin resistance, but nobody's ever developed diabetes from too many apples. You just will not find that study out there. So eat fruit. Fruit is high in fiber, especially the fruit with the skin on it. So apples, blueberries, uh, plums, you want those things. Those high fiber foods will actually help your body to process um, sugar better um, from the fiber there. And then dark leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables. So that's your collards, your spinach, your kale, your broccoli, your cauliflower. All of those foods too are really good for you. Those foods um, also contain certain pigments within them that give them their color, but are also natural uh, anti-inflammatories for you. So they will actually help to reduce your blood pressure and reduce um, conditions like chronic kidney disease uh, because of that, the natural anti-inflammatories within those foods. Next slide. The next key to prevention is to get up and move. When we move our body, it actually decreases our risk for those health conditions like heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and high blood pressure that go on to contribute to uh, chronic kidney disease. Moving our body also helps us to sleep better. It reduces insomnia and obstructive sleep apnea. 
what we know about conditions like obstructive sleep apnea, excuse me, is that it can increase your um, blood pressure. And like we talked about, blood pressure uh, can actually increase your risk for kidney disease. And then with insomnia, when you're just not getting quality sleep, then that raises things like your cortisol levels and makes you more insulin resistant, makes you more likely to uh, hold on to weight and weight retention. And all of those can increase your risk for diabetes and high blood pressure, which can go on to kidney disease. Moving our body helps us to achieve a healthy weight, reducing risk for those obesity-related health conditions. It helps us um, to develop strong bones, because like we talked about, when we have kidney disease, it actually can affect our bone growth. And then it boosts uh, those natural endorphins, um, which are those happy hormones within our brain to reduce those symptoms of depression and anxiety, because once again, stress can contribute to uncontrolled diabetes and uncontrolled blood pressure, which can turn into kidney disease for us. Next slide. And so that's all I have for you. Uh, the essence of health is in you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. Click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss a moment of the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. Check out the show notes to obtain your free tips for healthy living guide to get you started on your health and wellness path. Follow me on social media at Essence of Health Wellness Clinic on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and at dr.tw at eohwc on TikTok. Interested in becoming a member of the Essence of Health Coaching Program? Well, head on over to www.eohcoaching.com. The Essence of Health is in you.